0: Shaking everyone before we go any further, use the promo code TBFY15 that's this buds for you 15 to get 15% off your order at acornhillsco.com. Because this week we are talking to the founder of Acorn Hills Outdoor Clothing Line. Nate Wren. Nate took some time out of his incredibly busy schedule, as you'll hear about in a minute, to tell us his story, talk some golf, and ultimately discuss this clothing that can not only make you look good, but help you do good and feel good all at the same time. So one more time, TBFY15, acornhillsco.com. Sit back, relax, and thanks again for joining this Buds for You. Can you hear that noise in the background? Like, can you hear the ambient noise, like the the leaves rustling and any No, I, I can't. I can't. I oh,
1: can't it's... hear it. Is it? Oh, it okay. Well, chest. actually,
0: it gives me a good feeling. It's the first one of these I've done outside, <laughs> and it's finally the season, which is not ironic. It's actually very topical because we're here to talk about outdoor life, and exactly. I, I'm yeah. so excited to be joined by Nate. This, this, this. Our introduction was kismet. We found each other online, tale as old as time. I liked what you put you, I liked what you were making. You apparently liked what I was putting out there and here we are. So Nate, where are you right now? I'm curious.
1: Well, so I'm actually, I'm at school right now. I'm a full-time college student at Mount Aloysius College in uh, Crescent, Pennsylvania. So I'm in one of the study rooms right now. So I reserved it for this podcast figured, but Bud and I have been talking, but uh, you know, it's been great. I'm I'm here at school right now. I had a long day of classes and now I'm on to my second job, I guess.
0: Two questions. <laughs> Say the name of the school one more time?
1: Uh, Mount Aloysius College. Aloysius. Aloysius, yep.
0: Oh, that sounds sounds delicious. No pun intended. And <laughs> B, what are you studying in school? What are the kids looking at these days? How are you how are you <laughs> going to be changing the world? What what classes okay. are you taking to prepare oh, you geez. to
1: move heaven and earth? Oh man, I don't even know where to start, but but my major itself is marketing and my minor is accounting. So that's that's kind of the base level. Now, outside of my major, I am the business club president. I, I work in marketing over here at the school. Uh, today, I just got uh, elected to the student government board for marketing director, so now I'm that. Uh, I write for the newspaper over here. I'm also what's called a Mercy Presidential Scholar, so that means that coming out of high school, I was regarded as being like, very involved in my community, very community-oriented, and that's what we have what's called the Mercy Values here. So they, they said that my high school uh, involvement correlated with the Mercy Values. So I'm also an ambassador for the college. So I'll represent the college at different events and things like that. But yeah, so, I'm, and then plus I'm a collegiate golfer. So, so very, very full plate. So, <laughs> so,
0: so you're a vampire. You don't sleep. You no, are nope, up 24 hours clean. a
1: day. Yeah. You
0: wear a bunch of different yeah. hats. I do. Before I we get, before hats. we get into And before we get into those hats, Mount Aloysius, how'd you get there? Where'd you grow up? What was life like growing up? What was little Nate like?
1: (laughs) Little Nate? Oh, geez. Little Nate was a handful. But uh, I'm from a little small town called Carlswell, PA. Um, It's close to State College, Pennsylvania, so Penn State University. It's a very rural part of PA. And, you know, I, I grew up in... Like I said, in the very rural part, where it's mostly country, and not a lot of big industries or anything like that. So a lot of times, for fun, you know, on, on weekends and weekdays after school, like I go on hikes or go into woods. And I, I live out in the middle of nowhere, so there's barely any Wi-Fi signals. So I'd always go out hiking or things things like that. But then on the sports side of things, uh, golf was really that sport that I clung to growing up. So I was a big baseball player, big big football and basketball player but probably about 8th or ninth grade is when I made the switch to golf and I've never looked back since so it's been great
0: well not all who wander are lost i lived in pennsylvania for about 2.5 seconds in williamsport so you're not too far away from that no you're right no. when you're in the middle part when you're between when you're between pittsburgh and philadelphia
1: the outdoors yeah. are gorgeous
0: i think i think pennsylvania is underrated for that because everybody does think
1: steel oh, town or door.
0: city of brotherly love
1: yep yep and that's just that you know i don't know if you ever drove through state college bud but just the rolling hills oh, yeah. and on the horizon it, it, it's beautiful and a lot of times i'll travel out of the state for maybe a golf tournament or uh, visit a friend or something like that and i'll come back in and be, just kind of be like oh yeah I, you know I, I took it for granted definitely but uh it's great
0: My sister actually used to fly in and out of uh, state college whenever she'd be coming from, which I didn't know they had an airport. I knew they had Penn State, but you're right. It literally is in in the middle of nowhere. You're You're driving and it's just. But that's where she would come in and out of. All right. So (laughs) little Nate loved the baseball. He loved the outdoors. He was a handful, which we'll get into later off (laughs) off camera when we can get into some good stories. But how did how did that lead you to mount aloysius and i'm going to say that as many times as i can because yeah, i love no, the it so, so school. how did that land you real, there
1: a, a real quick uh fun fact about Mount aloysius is weird his name is like aloysius is right there's a kid here on the golf team his name is aloysius he's from malaysia so Shut i think up. i just think that i think that's so ironic but uh yeah he's he's a little bit older than i am he's graduated but how i got here is you know coming out of high school i didn't really want to travel too far out of my comfort zone where I, I didn't want to go to school in a big city or anything like that but also too I, I'd like to play golf if it was available to me and uh, right up the roads of small schools it's a Division one school called St. Francis and I originally toured that to go play golf at St. Francis University and you know I liked it it just something told me that I, I needed to continue my search well, I pulled out of St. Francis that day, took her right, and came came right down here and ran right up on Mount Aloysius, and I thought, you know, I'll, I'll give it a tour. Um, and sure enough, I, I really liked it. Now, my first semester, I, I hated it, but then after I, got, after I got involved here on campus, like I was telling you about earlier, I, I wouldn't see myself anywhere else. I love it
0: yeah and when i like how i like how you said when i got involved if you if you're just joining us in the middle of this rewind a little bit and nate wears every hat (laughs) on school including the golf team hat so how has the golf season when when is golf season for mount Aloysian for you all do you have a fall season and a spring season what what you know how does that work
1: Yeah, so so falls i'd say our primary um we start about august we'll play up until about middle end of october um and then after that. Probably take about a month off we got Christmas break and then we come back and hit the ground running in January for our spring season. We'll we'll hit balls all winter. Just because it being PA and very very we uh our college slogan is hashtag elevated because we're the highest elevation campus in PA. So our snowstorms are also yeah, our snowstorms are also hashtag elevated. But uh <laughs> yeah, so that's gonna be the so hashtag for this episode, elevated. Hashtag elevate. yes yeah, so we don't we don't really get outside until about March. Actually, I played yesterday. Uh, that was my first Dish. round. I played all yeah all, all spring. Yep, but uh, we we'll have a couple tournaments here in April and then wrap it up in end of April and go into summer break in May.
0: What is your favorite part of being a college golfer?
1: Yeah, so it's you know coming out of high school, I was a very you know, being in a very small town and kind of being a big fish in a small pond, not that I'm saying I was some ringer or anything like that, but a lot of kids being from rural PA didn't really play golf. So I was kind of a, a black sheep, I guess. Not that people were making fun of me or anything like that, but, uh, you know, I, I was unique. I was a unicorn. And a lot of times coming here to college, you know, there's not that much pressure on me anymore. You know, in high school, I took it. Took it more as like a job, as I had to shoot this score, or had to had to do that, or had to had to make some three footer to save birdie or par, or double bogey, whatever it, whatever it was. And then that's my favorite thing in college. It almost seems like there's no pressure because everyone else, you know, your teammates are going to be just as good as you are, if not better. So that's definitely my favorite I, thing as a college golfer. But
0: I love that you're saying the <clears throat> almost. Cause I've, I've, I've talked to people and the inverse happens, right? Like, you know, I've been the best. I was the big fish in the small pond kind of deal. And then when you get around a bunch of other big fish, it almost can ratchet up that pressure. But you're saying it's almost a sense of a sense of relief because you know that if if there's a moment where you're not big fish in it, you've got four or five other big fish next to you that can pick up the slack. I mean, it's, you know, it's almost like in baseball where you watch that third strike go by, you can't beat yourself up too much. You just hope that the guy behind you
1: picks you up yep correct and you know coming out of, like like i said in high school is from a very small very small high school i think i graduated about 67 i think so it's very small so if if you did stand out or you know you did do something good it, it was very very broadcasted which i'm in, i'm so grateful for but in the same time too it also put some inner pressure on me that okay you know it's going to be in the paper i need to play good so uh <laughs> so that, that's kind of that's kind of the thought process i i would take and, you know, that that got, that got to be pretty stressful at times when I was a high schooler, but I learned to manage that. It, so it, it's not even, I'm not even worried about it anymore, but in college, it's, you know, I came here, no one really knew me. Uh, no one knew my family or anything like that being an hour and a half away. So that, that's what I really enjoy. Almost not being known. What's but it's, it's, it, seems to, it seems to be whatever I do, I seem to seem to avoid flying under the radar as much as I try, but
0: Again, going back to your current CV as it grows by the minute. Uh, yeah, it's going to be hard for you to fly under the radar. So what is something that maybe is misunderstood, uh, unless you already hit on it, but misunderstood about co- playing college golf?
1: Yeah, you know, I think right there, that's a, you said misunderstood. And I want to touch on that is I'm going to, I opted, I had a couple of division one offers and a couple of division two offers, but I opted to go for the small division three school. And I think what a lot of people don't realize is that, you know, even though D3 might be looked down upon in high school or things like that, as far as, you know, it's not the best division or most athletically competitive. It's it's definitely just as much of a grind because there are kids that are trying to be the big fish. They have D1 talent. They have, the, they want to be the big fish. So they all drop down to D3 and you have the kids shooting five or six under. And it's, you know, it's the same type of competition. And I think another misunderstanding is that, you know, in Division One, Division Two, you're you're getting paid to do this stuff, and in Division Three, you're not. And so a lot of times, it's almost a hobby at, at this point. It's the, you ha- you have the schooling, and then you have you're not getting paid to get play your sport. That's more or less just on you. And uh, I, I think that's a misunderstanding. A lot of people a lot of people don't give the D3 athletes as much credit because there are definitely some grinders in the classroom as well.
0: Listen, the the number at the end of the scorecard doesn't care what school you attend, and no. at the end of the day, I mean, we're in the mid- we're in the middle of bracketology right now with March Madness, and even though those are all D one schools, when you get sixty four, sixty eight of them together, you realize that the level of parity when you get up there. You know, yes, Correct. it gets it gets whittled down pretty quick, but that's why you see quote unquote upsets. And I've played some practice rounds at a local muni here, where there's some small schools. Endicott College is over in Beverly, Massachusetts. It's the size of my thumb, but these two guys yeah. from Endicott, you know both shot three or four under and they were just out there dicking around i mean it was just like a a leisurely round for them and even afterwards all they did is was kind of "Eh, i need to go hit the range and work on x y or z i'm walking i'm limping away with my like 76 and i'm going (laughs) oh my god and and, and that's just it you do get to those levels and you have to look around and what are you expecting from it and it sounds to me like you enjoy golf right where it belongs which is kind of a part of your experience part of your life it is not your life right
1: exactly and you know growing up too but my best friends were three and four times my age they were these old seniors that i played golf with on thursday mornings and uh i don't know i've really enjoyed relationships like that and that's almost why i love golf so much so coming into college like that's i'm not your typical college athlete i don't don't go out there and go snake eyes during my round and like i'm going to be out there and be as loose as i am right now and a lot of guys you know don't like that a lot of guys appreciate that so i i think
0: that's a blessing the
1: ones who, yep the one the ones who the ones who can understand it i think appreciate it but
0: and so the another part you you you, you mentioned it earlier little nate we're gonna we're gonna talk more about little nate i want to come see <laughs> you we're gonna go play around a of golf and we're gonna do nothing but talk about little nate because i'll tell you that's right now little bud, right. bud was a handful himself Little Nate would go on hikes. Little Nate would be the outdoors. So what is it about outdoors that attracts you to it now? What do you do in the outdoors? Because golf is part of it, but Acorn Hills is not a golf brand per se. It's more of an outdoors brand. So where does outdoors fit into your I don't know, let's see here, director of this, business president of that, (laughs) full class load, D one? We're gonna be on the weather channel in a couple weeks. So where where do you find time for the outdoors and where does the outdoors fit into your persona?
1: Yeah, so, you know, to touch on that, but it's almost as as much as I'm involved here on campus, you know, I do need my outlets, whether it is golf or whether it's just take, because, you know, this college is beautiful. It's surrounded with so many wooded areas and stuff that I just love to go, like, walk. There's so many walking trails and things. And, you know, growing up, I was the same way that as much as I love school, as much as I love learning, I did need that outlet. And a lot of it, you know, a lot of inspiration for my outdoor, I guess, knowledge came from this class I took in high school called PA Ecology. And we raised things such as like rainbow trout and uh, we raised some rainbow trout and we we raised some uh, other type of like seedlings and plants. And it was great. And, you know, I I loved it. It was almost like a prototype Acorn Hills in the classroom setting. So when I came out of high school, I thought, you know, I'd love to just combine the two of, of, I love, I always loved looking good. So I won best dressed in high school for the superlatives and stuff. So it was, you know, (laughs) I guess it's been destiny. Bury the lead. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, so I, I, you know, I I had a couple NIL deals coming out of high school with clothing companies. And I really came to be on the back end of it and almost understand the design process, the the foreign relation process. And that's where I came to combine the first launch with golf stuff because what I knew the most about. But, uh, you know, and like this quarter zip, for example, like it can be on the golf course or you can just wear it on a walk, like it, whatever you want or the hat and uh, even the polo itself. And so, but yeah, it's it's beautiful. And then the acorn itself, where, where that kind of came in at is my, my house, it sits on four acres of rural land, all wooded and uh, it's, it's just surrounded by oak trees. So in the fall, it's just acorns for, miles. You you can barely walk outside without stepping on an acorn. So I think, you know, my my target audience is what, you know, people who love the outdoors. Well, people are going to know oak trees. People are every time they're going to, every time they step on an acorn, they're going to, I want them to associate that with this. And, uh, that's, that's where the whole idea comes of like the national forest foundation that I'm partnered with and the plantable seed tags. And so, so yeah, it's the acorn itself is key.
0: All right. All right. Hold on. Pause real quick. Cause you slipped another one in there. NIL right. deals. And you said yeah. it just so matter of fact, like everybody comes out <laughs> of high school, snags an NIL deal, goes on to, no, you're, you're a gracious guy. And I appreciate that about you, but, but pause the breaks. And then I want to dive head first into a- acorn Hills. Um, yeah, yeah. I grew up in the Southeast where there was acorns abound. And we, my buddies <laughs> and I would actually have acorn wars in the backyard or in the five minutes to collect as many safety first kids. But <laughs> buddy, the, but elf the nil. Snowball. What were your deals for? Who were they with? How did that come about? Because I think name, image, and likeness is such a new uh, kind of concept, especially for people my age. I'm not going to take my hat off, but I'm definitely older than you, and so I, okay. I I know it's that, okay. and I know that like breathing that in. So you're the kind of the first person that I've talked to firsthand who's like, yeah, I had an nil deal. What do you mean? How'd that come about? Who was it yeah. with? And what did you learn from it? And-
1: You know, I, like I said before, I was never the type of skill player that could get land like Nike or Titleist. I never wanted to, to be honest. And, but, you know, marketing is my major. So I'd go out there and I'd I'd write these little, little small companies, startups similar to myself. I'd say, hey, you know, I'm a uh, incoming college freshman. I said, I'm one of the, you know, more highly recruited golfers in this division right now. I said, you know, would you be interested in being, accepting me as an ambassador for your company. And a lot of times I would go try and get out, go after uh, companies that were like new, but also in my area close. So a couple, couple, I don't know, hours radius. But the first one, first my first big break was the company out of Williamsport, where you're from. It was called, they're called Moonshine Golf. Yep, so Moonshine Golf is a similar brand to what Acorn Hills is now, but they're mostly just golf. Um, but yeah, I, I connected with those guys and it's been it's, it was great. And uh, no I, I you know, I'm still technically an athlete under them, but I kind of stepped away since I started my own. But uh, yes, they had they had um, they had two headquarters. One was in Williamsport and then the other one was in Colorado. And the guy who was in Colorado, Justin, he was the old uh, equipment manager for the Colorado Rockies. So there's there's there there was like four there was four athletes or something like that. Me, Nolan Arenado, uh, the the baseball player Nolan Arenado. I don't know if you're familiar with them, and then a couple other Division One golfers. And uh, but I thought, I thought that, that was just cool to be in that company. That's dope. But uh, yep, they they invite me they invite me to their tournaments and stuff all the time in the summertime. But unfortunately, I can't go because usually I have work or I, I'm in a tournament myself. But and then the second company yeah. is is called Yada Golf. I don't know if you ever heard of Yada Golf. They're out yeah, of California. I heard of Yada Golf. Yep. You can find their stuff now. And I think some retailers like TJ Maxx, and they might be in some sport retailers. I'm not sure. But I, I kind of got on the ground floor when they were, they were just starting, and I was one of their big ambassadors. And actually, when I started my own, they, they supported me a lot. They, uh, here in April, they're going to debut a post of almost me. It's me holding a Yada golf shirt, and it's me wearing my own shirt I designed. So that'll be cool. Yeah, so they've been great. But uh, yeah, coming out of high school, I just you know I put as many lines in the water as I could and saw who saw who bit and
0: uh, Acorn Hills. This is where we're going. But what you remind <laughs> me of, and also the lesson for the kids out there, is initiative. You know, you see, you write a letter, ask. You, you hear Mark Cuban talks about it all the time. Nobody asks. Nobody just asks for it. Yeah, you know, sales pitches. Ask. What's the worst thing that happened? No. Well, no is already the status you,
1: quo. Exactly, and a lot of times too is those are the only two deals that I had signed. But a lot of times the the company or the owner would admire what I did so much that it said, you know, they'd say, you know, I took a lot of guts or that, you know, that'd hop on a call with them and they'd talk, they would more or less send me free, free gear. So there was a point in my high school, first year of college where I haven't, I didn't pay for any golf outfits or anything like that, which is great, which is, which is unreal. Yeah, so I, like that was great for me. But also in the same time, too, it also helped me do my own type of product research without having to spend that money. So in the back of my head, I always thought I wanted to do this, but you know, obviously being a college kid, being very internally financed, like I had to find different ways to do it. So,
0: well, I'll tell you right now, as as a, I guess I can say it as a, as an Acorn Hills ambassador myself, I appreciate you're it. By the way, you're on the team tbfy FY 15, go get it all. Uh, the ball marker is going to get used, uh, not next week, but the following week. We're going to test it out and see how much we can believe in ourselves. I love that <laughs> Bigfoot Believe ball maker. And what we're talking about is Acorn Hills. All of this, all of this culminated into what we're doing now, which is Acorn Hills. So when you're in a bar or a restaurant or a coffee shop or the library and somebody goes, huh, what is Acorn Hills? How do you answer it? Because they see it's your funny, hat, so. they see your they see your hat, or they see the swag, or <laughs> they might be like, "Oh, that's the guy from the Acorn Hills ads on Instagram."
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a local local legend now. After that, I had an article go out by uh, USA Today. I don't know if you you saw it there, uh, Bud, but yep. Uh, I, I connected with a USA Today uh, journalist, and actually it was it was one of the top stories on Yahoo.com for like an hour. But that's beside the point. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's beside Humble the point.
0: <laughs> but my, uh, what, why was it such a big story? What is it all about? Your turn. Yeah, I'll pass yeah. over so the that, talking
1: stick now. Yeah. So um, how I wanted to. My, my slogan is "Look good, feel good, do good." And I believe, like when when you look good, it starts at the mirror. When you, when you look good, you feel better about yourself, and you're more inclined to do good for others. And it can be arranged in any order. If you do good, you're going to feel good, and then it's going to make you look good. Vice versa. So whatever way you want to, whatever way you want to write that or read it. I, I don't care, but, uh, yeah, it, it, I'm an, I'm an outdoor company that out, outdoor apparel company that, you know, specialized right now, the special, first thing specializes in golf, just cause I knew about golf, you know, probably have products in production as we speak for t-shirts and, uh, hats and things like that. But I think what makes me unique from other companies is a portion of my sales go to like planting trees. So conservation efforts. I partner with the yeah. I p- partner with the National Forest Foundation. I'm a partner in their what's called the seedling or the sapling program, and then uh, they they plant a tree for every item I sell uh, every item I sell on my site plus whatever I donate. So, it's been great. I think to date I planted about 105 trees, 105 seedlings. So it's been great. Yeah, the numbers only growing. yeah. but that's that's just my part in doing good now. I encourage like every all my all my customers to do good as well. So, on every like piece of clothing I sell, the hang tag. I don't know if you're you're familiar with the hang tags that I have. I still but, have it
0: sitting up in my kitchen right now on this windowsill next to the other seedlings, like the little tomato plant and the pepper. Yeah, beans, yeah. Here in nasty Massachusetts, we can't plant anything <laughs> for another couple of weeks, but we're we're ready to go.
1: Yeah, it's it's great. So, you know, as much as I love clothing, growing up, I always wondered, like looking at the hang tags it's that little piece of clear plastic that wraps around the, the sleeve or the whatever, the, the collar of the shirt and has like that plastic piece hanging down. And as small as that is, you put that on a large scale within the clothing industry and that makes a pretty big, significant impact on on the plastics in the world and, uh, and you know just pollution in itself. So I thought, how could I eliminate that? And the hang tags are great because right now I, I don't have my UPC printed on the back of them, just because I, only have, I have three products in my store that have them. So it's pretty easy for me to manage just by myself. But over time as I grow, th- those those hang tags are gonna have the UPC on the back of them and the, the customer can plant it and have a field of wildflowers grow with them. So it, it's great. And that, that's really what's gaining me a lot of attention. Uh, like, like you said about the Weather Channel, I have uh, going on air with them April 12th. So they wanna do a story on me.
0: Well, I gotta say doing good. Uh, philanthropy. And there's an anybody who knows me or has listened to an episode of this before knows that I can't get through an episode without referencing Aaron Sorkin. And in the West Wing, John Bon Jovi hops on a bus. Have you heard of the West Wing, by the way? I forget that I'm talking to people who are younger than me. This show was on in the late 90s, early 2000s. When I say the West Wing, I don't want to make you feel bad. I don't want to
1: make you feel bad. <laughs> no, 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 no. no.
0: Oh, God, what's my frame of reference? Aaron Sorkin. I know John Bon, uh, bon Jovi is. Oh God. All right. So West Wings a uh it was a political drama on NBC. It won like best oh, yeah. Emmy four years in a row. Aaron Sorkin's a god in writing. He did the social network, Moneyball, uh, you know, trial of the Chicago Seven. Great guy. That's your homework. Find some Aaron Sorkin stuff. But anyways, I'm John Jovi is pitching a presidential candidate and he's saying, I want to get back involved. Volunteerism is my thing. This is back two thousand five, two thousand six, and he's like, I really want to make volunteerism and giving back in vogue again. And I think skipping ahead fifteen years, sustainability responsibility and, and and basically the whole idea of leaving whatever environment you are better than you found it. And that can mean the outdoor environment. That can mean the group of people that you're with. That can mean the car that you just took a ride in. And so just taking that principle and building into your business model is one of the reasons that I was so excited when I saw Acorn Hills. And when we kind of interacted, I was like, This is dope. I love that you. I love that you blend the the elegance and the countryside, the outdoors and the feeling good. You know, you don't have to be out if you are going to be out in the mud and the muck and be fishing, or you are going to be doing some gardening, or you are going to be playing golf. You might get hot and sweaty, but you can feel good, you can look good, and know that you are doing good all at the same
1: time. Yep, exactly. And I want to be very clear. You know, I am not saying that I am perfect in eliminating everything the carbon footprint from everything I do, but I make sure I do give back and make sure I find that balance of the do good. So that that's where the, that's where the seedlings come into play, and that's where the the tags come into play. At so so it's definitely definitely for me it's it's a way to give back, even at twenty years so old. You refer- here.
0: And and you, 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 I like that you qualified it that you know you're not perfect, you know you don't have a zero carbon footprint yet, but your business model and your intentionality and your even your marketing behind it gives you that gives you those bona fides. That I guarantee yeah. you, if you see something or you have a suggestion, reach out to Acorn Hills. They would love to hear from you. Um, he, you know, Nate's always looking for new ideas or suggestions. And I hope I hope I'm not speaking yeah. out of turn here. No, but, no, you know, and you know I want out, to be very clear on
1: that too. If if you, if you do get a DM from me or a comment, it, it is me doing it. It's not some automation <laughs> or not some not some chat bot. I promise, it is me on the other end of the phone typing that comment. So I put a lot of hours in there too, engaging with people. So that's how I met Bud. Right off the bat. Exactly.
0: And if you look at the like even the ball marker that I referenced earlier, the Believe ball marker, it's got Bigfoot on one side, the word Believe on the other, mm-hmm. hand painted. Like you you yep. feel the love in an Acorn Hills product <laughs> and then you can actually spread the love with the Acorn Hills products. So what is next? You kind of alluded to it a little bit ne- uh, earlier, but what is next for Acorn Hills? What's coming down the pipe? What can the people get uh, excited about?
1: Yeah, so April April 12th is a big date for Acorn Hills. Um I'm going on the weather channel after that article went out by USA today. The, a member of the Weather Channel uh, headquarters in Georgia reached out to me and said, "Hey, we really like what you're doing with the tags. Would you want to come on for a show?" And I said, "Well, heck, yeah! It's 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 the Weather Channel, you know." And uh, so so I went ahead and I booked that for April 12th. And I just got off the phone with the guy yesterday, and he said, "You know, everyone's pumped up for it. They want me to send a couple of tags to the set they can use during the, der- yeah, oh yeah, during the during the TV uh, session and." I think it's, they said about 1.4 million people throughout the day will be watching the, the weather channel. So as many people as I can touch with my story as I, I can, that'd be great. But, you know, a Set year down. Set DVR, little,
0: folks. What's the date again? Set the DVRs.
1: Uh, April 12th at 8.40 a.m. So
0: A.m. All right. So before yeah. get you get your coffee, I will be <laughs> sitting
1: out here probably at this table watching.
0: Yeah. Um, but between now and then I got to get my next order in with my own promo code that the ambassadors get, but everybody else listening to that, you need to get your orders in tbfy 15, where can they find Acorn Hills? And then I'm going to put you under the swinging light. We're going to go through our, our little quiz and I'll let you get back to running whatever room you're in.
1: (laughs) I'm sorry. Yeah. I'll probably do some stats homework tonight. I have some stats homework, but that's my idea of a Friday night. (laughs) Stats and accounting homework, but And intermediate to accounting, that's pretty wicked stuff. But, yeah, yeah. And business So Acorn
0: Hills, where do they find you? What's the website? What are the handles?
1: Yep. So Instagram is acorn.hills. And then uh, my website is www.acornhillsco.com. So you can find me on there.
0: acornhillsco.com. acornhillsco.com. All right. Well, listen, Nate. If again, rewind and understand just how busy this guy is, and how gracious <laughs> he is to spend spend thirty minutes with a knucklehead like myself, chopping no, up about of, I very
1: much. A, I'm I'm honored to be on. Ah, oh, you're a gem.
0: You're a gem. But as you know, nobody gets out of here without answering my questions. We're gonna do. <laughs> we're gonna run through a quick nine, and then Uh-oh. I'm gonna cut you loose. And once again, you can go back to running your world. You ready? Sounds good. All right. First question. Here we go. All right. What is your favorite word?
1: My favorite word: experience.
0: What is your least favorite word? Stuff. What turns you on emotionally, spiritually, or intellectually?
1: Yeah, definitely. I I think you know seeing someone else be passionate or seeing someone else have goals or something, that almost, it's like an iron sharpens iron type of thing with me. So if I see someone else trying to work at something they love, it almost makes me think like, okay, if I can watch them work at it, why can't I do it? So I go and then push myself harder. So that, 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 that'd probably be it.
0: In the same vein, what turns you off?
1: Um, probably lazy people. Nothing I'm saying, like when I say I'm quote unquote lazy, because everyone, everyone, Everyone deserves a uh, little bit of relaxation now and then, but if you have every opportunity to succeed and you don't do it, then that's on you.
0: What sound or noise do you love?
1: Oh, definitely, okay. So in my college dorm here, I can't sleep unless I have my fan going. It has like this, it has this little bit of a racket where like the blades kind of broke, but it it makes it perfect for sleeping. It's great. (laughs) It's great. Your
0: busted fan it right. is a what is, sound or a noise yeah <laughs> what sound or noise do you hate
1: nails on a chalkboard type of like a screech like basketball shoes type yeah definitely
0: no the squeak of the basketball no can't do it can't do it all right what profession other than your own would you like to attempt
1: um you know obviously my major's marketing I love digital marketing so I'll shy away from that I would think maybe an attorney or type of type of law I love I love business law um so I'd say an attorney
0: all right what profession other what profession would you not like to do
1: oh geez I I'll say doctor but I gotta give this a little bit of context too if that's okay yeah, so when I first came to the Mount here, it's Mount Aloysius, but it's we call it the Mount for short. I was a business major, and I, you know, I had two weeks. I moved in two weeks early because of golf, and I thought, you know, I'm going to go switch my major to bio pre med. And uh, so I went and got all the papers signed, and they said, okay, Nate, all you need is have your new advisor sign it, and you'll be a bio pre med student. I said, well, okay, you know, I was a freshman. And I thought, oh, you know, I'm going to conquer the world. And so I went out, I went to this new advisor, and he stood me up. He said, come back next Thursday. So I, I came back next Thursday and he threw, stood me up again. So I just I just took my paper, I crumpled it up and threw it away. And I said, you know what? Marketing is not a bad place to be. So I stayed. But yeah, you,
0: you follow the signs and speaking. I of, did. Last I, question:
1: I, I, Very, very many nights, sleepless nights of me just sitting there for a sign.
0: <laughs> well, here's a good question. To end on then, if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates?
1: Well, if I'm still doing this, I'd like to hear him say, look good, feel good, do good. and he'd be, Maybe maybe he would have an Acorn Hills hat on, repping it. But.
0: <laughs> <laughs> look for Acorn Hills everywhere online and hopefully in the afterlife as well. Nate, once again, thank you so much. Acornhillsco.com. Thanks again, buddy. We'll talk soon.
1: Hey, thanks, bud.